Welcome to the Help for Wounded Spirits. This podcast exists to reach those wounded and suffering through life's trials. And now your host, Dr. Doug Carriger. Great to be back with you folks this morning on our 77th podcast. And today we're going to be talking about the highway to heaven. And uh, many of you remember from yesterday's podcast that we uh, spent the morning talking about uh, just how we have a new place to live and how that new place to live changes things. And, and, and we finished that podcast yesterday with this whole idea, this whole concept of, uh, if we're going to have, if we're going to have to go somewhere, we need to have a reservation. And what I did is I shared an analogy that when I travel, uh, I have, uh, Debbie and I have a, uh, a confirmation number at a hotel, and and we're going to live by that number because that number tells us for sure there's a a warm warm room or a cold room that's waiting for us. There's there's a place that's there. It's ready to go, and and, and the room's going to be ready. Well, heaven has the same thing. We do have a confirmation number, and uh, we can our confirmation number for heaven maybe uh, John's. Uh, I'm sorry, Romans ten nine and ten. That as we uh, talked yesterday, that we speak it with our mouth and believe it with our heart, and 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 when we pray to God and we believe it in our heart, we do have a confirmation to go to heaven. And and, and we talked about how troubles, you know, troubles are not going to escape us. Uh, we're always going to be dealing with troubles. God's word is clear on that. But the difference is we, we our heart doesn't have to be troubled because God can take us out of that trouble. And we, we talked about how Stephanie had went through some uh, things and how people just say things. And, and you know, and there, it is true you know, everything's going to be all right, but everything's not going to be the same. So it's better to look at things from God's word and God's perspective and say, hey, God's got this. We're going to be praying for you. And sometimes it's better just to tell people, Stephanie, we're praying for you. I mean, how did it make you feel when people called up and said, or sent you a text or sent you a Facebook post and and they said, you know, sorry about this, praying for you. Was that a good thing? Yeah, the prayer support became essential. Um, I believe it was, I call it my life. It was my life support. Um, yeah. And that's, and me, you know, don't just say I'm praying for you and then you never pray for the person, but I know people were praying. It's what kept me, kept me going. Yeah. Many days was, was knowing there was people praying. Yeah. Yeah. And so, so maybe that's a way for folks to go when they're dealing with hard times or bereavement or, uh, the potential of uh, going to heaven is just we're praying for you, uh, thinking of yeah. you. Sorry you're going through this. Praying for you, and uh, I think that's some pretty significant information right there. And and uh, I think that's so important. And and so that's what we want to look at in context. We want to look at this highway to heaven because it's important to know that the road we're on is taking us. And boy, that New England sneaks out, Stephanie. You know, that that on was like, it was like I was standing in Boston, you know, in Boston Square. Boston? In, in, in Boston Square. And, uh, and that word on snuck out. But uh, without picking on my uh, speech anymore, let's move forward and look at the Bible this morning. So we're on John 14 and laughter has rejoined our podcast family. And, uh, uh, but going back to John 14 and we've, we've, you know, we've walked this earth before. We've we've talked about these verses before, but there's a real significance 
uh, for those of us with hurting hearts. There's a real significance uh, for those of us who are in this place that we, that we need to say, listen, um, you know, God gives us a place to go to. He's telling us, I'm going to take care of your troubled heart. I'm going to prepare a place for you. There is a place waiting. Don't worry about that. Uh, don't, you know, live your life as if you know for sure you're going to heaven. Because if you have accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you do. You know for sure you're going to heaven. The Bible's real. It says, Whoso, whomsoever shall call upon the name of the Lord uh, shall be saved. And whosoever, I'm, I'm part of that whosoever, Stephanie. And and uh, so we do have a reservation. We do have a confirmation. So that new place we talked about resting in or living in, yesterday we have a new place to live in. Today we're looking at this uh, highway to heaven. And Stephanie pointed out that she thought there was a uh, TV show uh, about Highway to Heaven. And we said, well, we're going to give it this name to make that all come together and work. But uh, so let's look at the Bible this morning. And we're in John 14 and verse number four. And it says, and whither I go, you know, in the way, you know. So the Lord's saying, where I go, hey, you know, you're going to know the way. And then his disciple Thomas, <clears throat> in verse five, it says, Thomas saith unto Lord, we know not whither thou goest. And how can we know the way? And Jesus saith unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. So uh, all kinds of things are cleared up here. And uh, uh, first, we, we see this assertion that y you know the way if you're saved, if you've accepted Jesus Christ, if you've given me your troubled heart, if you trust in those things, I you know the way. I'm giving you a way here. And, and that's what it's saying. But Thomas is saying, well, well Lord, uh, I, you know, I need a little more than this. What's the way? And, and then the Lord turns around and says, I'm the way. And uh, he's the way. And uh, so today, friends, as we talked yesterday about having that new home, that new place, uh, that new place to go, that new place to live. And we live in that place now, Stephanie. We're living there now. We're trusting in God. We're, we're already living in our future. Uh, we know that our future is coming, then we're going to be living in that home. So we're living not only in the present, but when it comes to God's word, we're living in the future in the promise uh, that we've accepted him and that we get to go on to heaven. And I picked out this poem, Stephanie, and it's probably going to make us cry a little bit, but that's okay. But going along with this and the things we go through. So just uh, two days ago was the 12th anniversary uh, of my mom going on to heaven. And that was on May 18th. So on May 18th, 2008, mom took her last breath on earth and took her first breath uh, with her Lord and Savior. And uh, but I found this poem, If Roses Grow in Heaven is the name of the poem. I don't know who wrote it. It's uh, I, I found it out here. It said, if roses grow in heaven, Lord, please pick a bunch for me. Place them in my mother's arms and tell her they're for me. Tell her I love her and miss her. And when she turns to smile, place a kiss upon her cheek and hold her for a while. Because remembering her is easy, I do it every day. There's an ache within my heart that will never go away. So folks, as we talk about this and we look at this poem, you know, we all have uh, places in our life and pieces of our heart that are just ripped out of us. And uh, they're just ripped away when someone leaves us. But to know, to know that my mom's in heaven, Stephanie, to know that, that your sweet husband, Charles, in heaven, to, to know that we're on that highway to take us to heaven, I think it changes everything. I think we're we're living in that promise and it brings us to a new place. So so Stephanie you you have obviously lived through terrible trauma uh lost uh, Charles the great missionary martyr 
And here it is coming up on two years and boy, the time goes by quick. And, and as we're sitting here and we're looking at this and uh, what, what does it mean to you to be on that highway? What, what comes to your mind as we're talking about being on that right road? I think that um, it gives a peace. Um, it gives us a reason to keep taking steps. You know, we can't change events that have happened. I can't go back and change things that happened um, in Cameroon or whatever. But knowing that I'm secure in the one who is the way, the truth, and the life, knowing that um, I chose, you know, as a child to, to, by faith, step through that door. You know, he says in John 10, I am the door. By me, if any man enter, and he shall be saved. And there's a peace and a confidence that comes with that, um, that because he is the way, because he's the door, because he's the light of the world, yeah, because he's all those things to me, um, there's, there's a hope that comes with that, and it doesn't take away all the pain. It doesn't take away the tears. It doesn't take away um, the loneliness or missing, you know, missing what was. But it does give you a peace that passes all understanding, and it gives you that confidence that God can give me. God will give me the grace I need to get through today. God will give me the grace to get through this certain situation because. He's brought me this far. I'm secure in him. He has not changed. And because of that, I can trust him. And, um, yeah, I think there, there's just, he's not just the way, the truth, and the life for our salvation. He's the way, the truth, and the life after we're saved. Yeah. After we know the Lord is our Savior. He's still the way, the truth, and the life. He's that life that gives us, yeah. in my case, sometimes gives me the... Um, that's the only thing that gives me any gumption to get up in the morning and to face another day is knowing that he is my life. And, um, yeah. you know, that's, that's huge it to is. have that confidence. Yeah. And, 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 you know, I think here, Stephanie too, is, and, and something that needs to be said is, is as I hear you talking, as I'm looking at these verses, he's pretty clear that he's the only way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. So not only do we know we're on the right path, but uh, we know that we're on the only path. This is the only way to heaven. There's there's not a work salvation. There's not a good works thing going on here. There's there's not a I'm going to do the right thing. And, and because I do the right thing, all of a sudden everything is better. That's not what the Bible's saying. Uh, to the contrary, he's saying, I am the way. And, uh, and I am the way. And, and so when you think back now, now, do you remember now sharing with us Charles testimony? Uh, when was, when did Charles hop on that highway? When did he accept Jesus Christ as his Lord and Savior? I believe he was, um, somewhere in the four, age four range, um, when he accepted Christ as a Savior. And, um, that was something he never wavered on, never doubted. Um, and you know, that's, I think because he had made that decision at such a young age and he was very focused, um, from a child, he was very, very focused on, um, following the Lord with all of his heart. And I think because of that, um, you know, because he had made that decision and had chosen to 
focus, you know, not just the Lord for salvation, but to focus on him for daily life at such a young age. Um, that was, you know, that was never something that he wavered on in any way. Yeah. And, yeah. And, 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 you know, you guys don't fool around when it comes to getting saved, man. I mean, both of you were saved at a very young age. And, <laughs> I mean, you were, you were yeah. saved well before I was saved, but, and, and, and so now he didn't, he always, uh, use the expression, um, uh, did he have an expression about living for eternity, knowing you're saved and what was his expression about, uh, living? How did that go? Yeah, he would um, often say in the midst of his preaching, when we were in deputation, he would say, living for eternity is always worth it. Yeah. And, um, yeah. you know, he also would, something he said that I thought of several times this last week was, it's often easier to be a um, dead sacrifice than a living. Ooh. And that it's easier to die for the Lord often than it is to live for him. Yeah. And um, there's truth in that. You know, there's that daily dying that Paul talked about um, when you have to do that living sacrifice. But that's a part of, you know, we look at Christ. He was a living sacrifice. He was the Lamb of God. And the whole purpose for his coming was to be a living sacrifice. He demonstrated what that looks like. And, um, And so, yeah, those are things Charles said that, were out, you know, just expressions of what he was living himself. Yeah, and yeah. And, um, and and maybe that's an example for all of us who are, uh, you know, who are on that highway, and uh, you know, we're we're on this highway to heaven where it's revealed how we get there, and we get there through a belief in Jesus Christ. We we get there by recognizing that our sin is the problem, that our our sin is uh, uh, has made a gap. There's this big gulf, the Bible says, but between us and heaven, and the only way that we can abridge that gulf, the only way that we can cross that gulf and get to heaven, is a relationship with Jesus Christ. And uh, you know, maybe you know, maybe as Charles preached that, maybe as he lived that, uh, just knowing that that highway ended in eternity is a great place to live. And, and and I guess, Stephanie, that, you know, those folks, there's so many listening. And we talked about this yesterday. There's there's so many out there that are dealing with, uh, you know, different thoughts. Uh, some are dealing with their own mortality right now that are listening to us. Some are dealing with family and friends. And we're all dealing with the idea that sooner or later, there's going to be a shout or a trump or before then, we're going to pass over to the other side. And, and so you're on that highway and you're living and you're trusting in Christ alone. And, and I, I guess you can see that in people. Can you, I mean, if you look at a Christian and, and, and from your experience, Stephanie, and, and looking at a Christian and looking at a non-Christian, I mean, what's the, what should be the difference? Well, there should be a stark, um, later on in John 14, um, Jesus talked about the fact, if you love me, keep my commandments. Um, verse 21 says, um, he, that, he that hath my commandments and keepeth them, he it is that loveth me. And he that loveth me shall be loved in my Father, and I will love him. and will manifest myself unto him. And um, then Judas, not the one who betrayed him, but the other disciple, said, Lord, how is it that thou wilt manifest thyself unto us and unto the world? And Jesus answered and said unto him, If a man love me, he will keep my words, and my Father will love him, and we will come unto him and make our abode with him. And the difference, I think, you know, people will know if we're following 
that mm. way, that truth, that life. Yeah. Um, in our words, in our actions, in our demeanor, with you know, in the way we the way we respond. Um, you know, our life testimony should radiate who Jesus Christ is to us yeah. and what he has done to change us. There should be joy. There should be peace. There should be um, a desire to be a blessing to others. Um, you know, a, a true someone who is loving the Lord and seeking to keep his commandments isn't going to be all about himself. He's not going to be all about getting glory to himself. He's going to be about honoring and pleasing the one who died for him the one who loved him and was willing to sacrifice everything and you know there should be a stark contrast in the sense that people that meet you that run into you should walk away saying that person serves an incredible god yeah yeah and yeah and it's, know, everything about us should radiate and bring glory to the lord because and and you know it's all about uh uh, our belief in him, it's all about being on that right road, knowing that the road, I, you know, I've been lost so many times in my life, uh, especially, you know, now we have ways on our phones and we have GPSs and we have all this, but I can clearly remember uh, just frantically looking for places, looking for a church just before church service started on a Sunday night, having everybody mad at me. I can, uh, every missionary in the world has a story about finding a church five minutes too late and you know all those different things going on, but but I do tell you there there's a confidence, there's a there's a great feeling, there's a happiness when you know you're on the right road. And I I had mentioned a minute ago, Stephanie, that there's only one way, and and that way is through Christ. And he he was uh-huh. pretty clear on that. And uh, and he remember what he said to Thomas. Uh, he he said, "I am the way, the truth, and the life. Uh, no man cometh unto me but by the Father. Nobody gets." Uh, unto the Father, but by me. Nobody gets to the Father unless you go through the Son, Jesus Christ. And the Bible tells us in Ephesians 2, 8 and 2, 9, it says, for grace, for by grace you are saved through faith and that not of yourselves, it, it is the gift of God, not of works lest any man should boast. So it's not about what we can work. It's not about steps that we can make. It's not about allowing anybody to boast. It's, it's in about it, 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 it's the authority of Jesus Christ, the Lordship. It's trusting in him alone that gets us to heaven. It's only him. So folks, as we as we conclude this podcast today and we, we talk to you and we talk about this highway to heaven, there's only one highway. There's only one path. There's only one Savior. And that Savior is Jesus Christ. And he alone can take us where we're going. And <clears throat> so remember, maybe we should try to live that way in all of our life. We we just heard from uh, uh, Stephanie as she talked about how Charles lived his life. And we've heard in previous podcasts that he had even proclaimed that he was going to be killed on the mission field or or talked about if he was to die. And and uh, uh, and he, he approached those things, not, not flippingly, not uh, not jokingly, but in a way that it's covered. And you know, friends, we should live a life that shows it's covered. We've got it covered. Well, it's just always an honor to be with you and, and a thrill. Please, if we can do something to help you, contact us on Helpful Wounded Spirits Facebook page or our personal pages at Armed Forces Baptist Missions, whatever the case may be. Give us a call. They'll find us. We'll find you. And uh, we'd be honored, honored to continue this conversation about PTSD. Thank you for your time. May God bless you. And we, we look forward to getting it back together again tomorrow and talking our way through this subject of help 
uh, help for those with PTSD or helpful wounded spirits. And uh, may the Lord bless you. We'll talk with you soon. Thank you. Thank you for listening today. We hope this podcast has been a blessing in your life. For helpful resources and to help continue this podcast, visit us at woundedspirits.com.